God of miracles. Amen. Shall we look into God's Word? The Gospel according to St. John, chapter 1. We will continue with what we were talking about a few weeks ago. John chapter 1, the verses that we were talking were, scripture portion was 43 to 51, but today we're not going to read the whole thing. We're going to just read John 1, verse 50 and 51. Yohananda Susheshamun Munnamadhyayam Anbadum Ambati Onnum. Amen. Somebody in English, please. Father, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We thank you, Lord, for the goodness and your grace and the opportunity to come sit before you and to hear your word. We thank you for the power in God's word. We pray, O oh God, as we minister, release grace and anointing in this place that will make the proclamation of God's word effective. In Jesus' name, we bind every resistance to the preaching of God's word. Every critical spirit, we bind it in Jesus' name, and we take victory. May your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Today's message is titled, You Ain't Seen a Thing Yet. What is it? You Ain't Seen a Thing Yet. Turn to your neighbor, and neighbor, tell your neighbor, You Ain't Seen a Thing Yet. Amen. Praise the Lord. Isn't that beautiful? Praise God. We were talking from this passage, and we would like to continue with where we left off. But I'm going to take three minutes to recap what we already talked. Because there might be someone here who did not hear the first part of the sermon. And I believe repetition at times is good because we have a tendency to forget. We see this particular passage as it unveils before us. Jesus is picking up his disciples. Jesus finds Philip, tells him to follow him. Philip goes, finds Nathaniel, and tells him, listen, we have found Jesus. How often we do the same thing. Hmm? We want to take the credit for everything, right? Jesus found Philip. But Philip is saying, we have found Jesus. Either way, it's good that the Lord has found us and we have found Jesus. Nathaniel is a godly man. Nathaniel is a man of the scriptures. He says, hey, can anything good come from Nazareth? And we went through the scripture to prove that something good can come out of Nazareth. Praise God. 
when God is involved in our lives, from the unusual places, from the unexpected places, from the unimportant places, from ungodly places, God can bring something good. Amen. It's littered all over the scripture. And we went from one place from the beginning to the end to prove, yes, God can bring something good out of Nazareth. Praise the Lord. When he comes, we realize that there is always prejudice around. Prejudice against people. Prejudice against places. Prejudice against race. Prejudice against class. Prejudice against pedigree. Prejudice against education. You name it. We, have, we are surrounded with prejudice. But even when we are prejudiced at times, God comes through for us to prove that we are wrong. And the Lord starts dealing with Nathaniel. When he sees Nathaniel, Philip says, come and see. Nathaniel was willing to come and see. Nathaniel has one look at Jesus. Jesus do, does two things. One, Jesus tells him, here is a man who is a true Israelite, in him there is no guile. Jesus discerned him, and Jesus said, talked about his noble character. In other words, Jesus said, he is a true Israelite. His character lives up to his name. The next thing Jesus said is, Nathaniel says, how in the world do you know me? Jesus says, hey, I saw you before Philip called you under the fig tree. And Nathaniel burst out saying, in one sentence, he acknowledges Christ with three titles. Number one, he says, Jesus, you are a rabbi. The second thing he says, you are the son of God. The third thing he says, you are the king of Israel. Check this out. Jesus did not preach a sermon. But two words that touched the very core of his spirit. Brought this man to a place of acknowledgement. Acknowledging that Christ is a rabbi. Christ is a son of God. And Christ is the king of Israel. It's so beautiful. That Jesus recognized a true Israelite. And the true Israelite recognized the king of Israel. Praise the Lord. A king knows his subjects. And the subjects know their king. Praise the Lord. Jesus knows us. We ought to know him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is what we were talking about. In sum, in nutshell, this is what we talk. Now we want to move to the next realm. If you want to look at the entire sermon, it's available on the website. You can go and check it out. 
we're going to move to the next realm of this message, which is very, very interesting. You know, Jesus goes on with his conversation with Nathaniel. Right? This is what Jesus says. Hey, is it because I identified you? It is because that I discerned you. Is it because I told you where you were and what you were doing that you acknowledge me as a rabbi, as a son of God, and as the king of Israel? And then Jesus makes a very profound statement, and that's where we will begin today. Jesus answered and said to him, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? You will see greater things than these. Praise the Lord. You will see what? Greater things than these. This particular portion unveils with Philip saying, Come and see. Here, Jesus is saying, Wait and see. Praise God. It's one thing to come and see. It's quite something else to wait and see. Praise the Lord. You know, Philip thought, one look at him. Nathaniel said, thought, I will go and take a look at the Messiah. He looked at the Messiah, heard two words from the Messiah, acknowledged the Messiah, and he was content. But Jesus said, it ain't over. You ain't seen a thing yet. Because now, I'm telling you, you got to wait and see. Praise God. Hey, you know what something? Nobody likes waiting. Who likes waiting? No one likes waiting. We all, we all are in a rush. We all are in a rush. We are in a world that is, that is promoting everything instant. Instant meal, fast cars, dry winds, drive throughs fast food, you name it. Everything is pronto, pronto, pronto. Fast, fast, fast. Nobody has time. But God says, wait. Praise God. God says, there is something that you and I have to learn by simply waiting. We want to know it all the moment we see Jesus. We want to know everything about our lives. We want to have a blueprint about our lives. We want to know about our future. Everything is good. And we become very impatient. We want to jump the gun. We want to jump ahead of God's program. We want to jump ahead of God's timing. We want to jump ahead of God's plans. We want to jump ahead of God's program. But God says, wait and see. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. We just think that we saw it all. Now it's just in our hands to manipulate 
to do what the what we want to do and put it on God. But Jesus said, no, 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 no. Wait and see. Praise God. Philip, you just took one look at me and it's good that you have acknowledged my lordship. But Philip, there is more to me. There is more to me. And I want to give you a promise that you shall see greater things than Praise God. Folks, how often when we received Christ as a Savior, we thought it's all over. Then we got baptized and we said, that's it. We got filled with the Holy Spirit and that's it. We think that we know it all. But Jesus says, hey, take a chill pill. Just wait and see because I got greater things in store for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, you look at the life of Philip. You look at the life of disciples. And you will see it over and over and over again. How it is mentioned. Praise God. As Jesus says, wait and see. What Jesus does is he starts revealing. Come with me. Wait and see what I'm going to show you my glory. Praise God. You're going to see greater things than these. These what? The fact that I discerned you. The fact that I told you where you were and what you were doing. There is greater things. Jesus is going to reveal. Number one, he reveals himself through what he's going to say and what he's going to do. Praise God. We're going to look at that briefly and then we're going to move to the next part. Number one, Jesus reveals himself. His glory, his insight, his foresight, his wisdom. He does it. Why? How does he do it? You look at disciples. Philip comes and says when they have a problem, he says what? We got a few pennies with us. What are we going to do with, with so much, so little to feed so many? Jesus said you shall see greater things. Praise God. Gee, Philip said just, just come and see. Jesus says wait and see. Wait and see what? You see as I manifest my power over the forces of nature. When Jesus fed the 5,000, he was showing greater things to them. When Jesus healed the sick, he showed his power over sickness. When Jesus healed those who were demon-possessed, he showed his power over the demons, over the forces of darkness. When Jesus raised the dead, he showed his power over death and the fact that he's the source of life. When Jesus told Peter 
about the coin in the fish's mouth. Deep down in the ocean, Jesus showed to his disciples that how deep he can see, how wide he can see, how far he can see. And this morning, I want to remind you that the Lord sees into the depth of your heart, into the depth of your soul, into the depth of your problem, into the depth of your need. And he's telling you, you shall see greater thing. Praise the Lord. You know, the disciples after some time got used to Jesus doing all these things. And it's awesome to see. You know, from time to time Jesus will do things that will just startle them. <laughs> when Jesus walked on the water, they had no clue that Jesus could do that. And then when Jesus got up and rebuke the wind and the waves. You know what the Bible says? The disciples, they were afraid and they said what? Who is this? Who is this? Praise God. Jesus is, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to show you greater things than that this. Praise God. And then they were convinced that Jesus is invincible. They were convinced. That's when Jesus went. And he what? Hung on the cross. And gave up his life. For us all. Dreams crushed. Dreams shattered. All of the things that they were building for three and a half years. Was smashed down. The invincible Jesus that they thought was taken off. Jesus was resurrected from the dead. And he showed them that you shall see greater things. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Folks, isn't this our story? How often we think that we know it all. We think that we have the solution. We think that we can just figure out everything. Just when the disciples thought that they had figured it all out about Jesus. Jesus showed them that there are greater things than this. Don't ever underestimate your Savior. Don't ever underestimate your keeper. Don't ever underestimate your sustainer. Don't ever underestimate your protector. When you think it's over, God can start a new chapter in your life. Praise God. Maybe the world has written you off. When the world looks at you and says your situation is a hopeless situation. But the Lord that you and I serve, he says you shall see greater things than these. Praise God. Huh? Don't be content. Don't be content. Don't settle for mediocrity. Praise God. Give room for God to work. 
Give room for God to work. Give him an elbow room. Give him an elbow room. All he needs is a little room. Give him room to work and you will see that he will do things beyond your imagination. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is what Jesus says. You shall see greater things than that. And then say, you shall see heaven open and angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Praise the Lord. In the book of John itself, this particular term, Son of Man, is used 13 times, depicting both the humanity and the deity of Christ. Praise God. And here I want to bring the next point. Jesus, he not only says wait and see. He is the great connector. What is he? He is the great connector. Praise God. <laughs> Jesus is the great connector. He says you shall see angels ascending and descending on the son of man. Interesting, isn't it? That Nathaniel calls him son of God and Jesus presents himself to him at that time as son of man, reminding him of his humanity and deity. As son of man, Jesus is the link between heaven and earth. As a son of man, Jesus is the ladder between heaven and earth. As a son of man, Jesus is the connector between God and man. Jesus is the connector between heaven and earth. He is the mediator that stands between you and me and a holy God. Interceding for you and for me 24-7. Standing in the gap. He is the great connector. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. That's why Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 6, No man cometh unto the Father but by Praise God. How is Jesus the connector? You know, when you read the Gospels, you find that Jesus had this unique way of connecting people, connecting places, connecting events together. In other words, he would orchestrate events in such a manner that the purpose of God is always ushered. Praise God. Jesus as a connector between heaven and earth. Jesus as a connector between God and man. Jesus as a mediator interceding for you and for me. Praise God. Not only he connects in sees a connector in that way, but he connects events in such a way. I'll prove it. Give me a minute or two. Peter in Luke chapter 5 has an encounter with Jesus for the first time. Anybody remembers what happens here? Jesus says, can you lend me a boat? Peter does. Jesus uses the boat. 
end of the service, Jesus says, cast your net. And this guy, he casts the net. He says, all night we, we, we worked hard, but at your word, we will cast your net. He casts the net, and he gets a great haul of fish to the point that the, fish, the, the boat was getting ready to get drowned. That was the beginning of an encounter with Peter. But it's very important to see in John chapter 21. Peter has gone away from the Lord. He has backslided. And he has taken a bunch of the disciples with him. They've gone back to fishing. And early in the morning they see a person, a figure on the, on the beach. As far as they are concerned, Jesus is dead and Jesus is gone from the scene. And they have gone back to their old occupation. Jesus comes on the scene. And Jesus says, hey guys, you guys anything to eat? You guys got anything to eat? They said, we don't have nothing. Jesus says, cast the net to the right side of the, the boat. They do it. They pull in a big haul of fish. Peter, the Bible says, recognizes Jesus. Praise God. What am I trying to say? Listen. Jesus is the great connector. Who can orchestrate events in our life in such a manner that he can do a deja vu in your life? How many of you guys know what a deja vu is? Anybody here knows what a deja vu is? Some do. Good, good. So what Peter experienced that morning on the beach is a deja vu. Because Jesus can orchestrate events in your life in such a manner that when you decide to call it off, he comes to your aid, he comes to your rescue in such a manner that he would remind you of that encounter, of that commitment, of that decision that you took to follow Jesus. Hallelujah. He would orchestrate events in your life in such a manner. Praise God. You will be taken right back to that place in your memory lane. And you will realize that Christ, you had a commitment with him. Jesus is the great connector. Praise God. Now, there is something else that's hidden in this word here. Jesus is a great connector in the sense that he looks at Nathaniel. And he says, listen, you were under the fig tree reading those scriptures. By calling him an Israelite, a true Israelite, it was a reference to that first Israelite, to that first man who was given the name Israel. But he had a past. He was a trickster. He was a deceiver. He thought that he could manage and he could accumulate through deception. Through deception, he got the blessings. Through deception, he got the goods. Uh, till God had to come on the scene and correct this man and give him a chance to confess who he was. Uh, he says, I am the deceiver. God changes his name to Israel governed by God, prince with God. And he looks at Nathaniel and he says, you are a true Israelite. 
unlike him. You are different. Praise God. You are different. And then the connection is when Jesus says, you're going to see the son of man. Angels ascending and descending on the son of man. Again, connecting to that Israel, to Jacob's dream of ladder. Perhaps Nathaniel was sitting and was pondering on that, on that Jacob's ladder dream that Jacob saw. And here, Jesus, the connector, comes. He takes the past. He takes the present. He takes the future. He puts it together and presents it to Nathaniel and says, you shall see do you know why Jesus can do that? Take the past, take the present, take the future and put it together and make sense out of it. Do you know why he could do that? Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise God. Hallelujah. Nothing surprises him. Nothing surprises him. Praise God. Nothing surprises him. Jesus is always on top of it. Praise God. Because even before a thought is conceived in our hearts and our minds, he knows it. <laughs> so Jesus, the great connector, comes. And he connects this together. And tells him, listen, you shall see greater things than these. Praise God. Not only just the miracles of today, but something else is coming. You shall see heaven open. Do you know who opened the heaven for us? Praise God. The heaven that was closed because of man's sin. The Redeemer's intervention. Praise God. Cost the heaven to open on behalf of you and for me. Praise God. Hallelujah. You shall see the heaven open. Have you seen the heaven open for you? Do you have a desire to see heaven open for you? Praise God. Stephen was standing as the stones came upon him. He says, I see the heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. When you want the heaven open for you, praise God. The one who says, wait and see, just at the nick of the moment, he will open heaven for you and come through for you and for me. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus, the great connector. Praise God. Hallelujah. In other words, Jesus was telling Nathaniel, Nathaniel, I'm the stairway between heaven and earth. I am the way to the eternity. Praise God. Wait and see. Praise God. Don't live with the fact, with, with the thought that you have seen it all. You know it all. You know how it's going to play it all. No, 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 no. When it comes to the realms of God, 
Listen to this church. Listen to this. We are not talking about our business. We are not talking about our family. You have the right to do what you want when it is your business. When it is your family. When it comes to the church of Jesus Christ. Praise God. He calls it the shot. Praise God. Don't ever think that you know it all because you don't know a thing because you ain't seen a thing yet. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus gave him a preview of the time in future when Jesus will come back in the future to reign over all the earth. Then you shall see. This is how Paul puts it in 1 Corinthians 13, 12. Praise God. How, what does he say? Now we see, now we see as if it's in a mirror. Now I know partly, but then I will know fully, just as God has fully known me. 1 Corinthians 13, 12. What does Jesus do? Jesus clears Nathaniel's doubts and pumps fresh hope into Nathaniel by the promise that he gives him. And this morning, this is what the Lord wants to do to the church. This is what the Lord wants to do to each and every one of us. He wants to pump fresh hope in us through the promise of God's word. Praise God. Hallelujah. Not only Jesus points him to the future, he is saying, listen, there are fresh things to be discovered about me. There is an unveiling of Jesus that is going to take place. The unveiling of Jesus is not a one-time event, but it is a recurring event. Don't think that you've seen everything about Jesus. The, the unveiling of Jesus is a recurring event. Do we have the eyes to see it? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There was a young boy who had never seen the circus. Never seen what? Circus. One day he heard that circus was coming to his town. He went to his father and told father, daddy, the circus is coming to the town. I need 10 bucks for a ticket. Daddy said, if you're going to be a good boy, clean the car. Take care of the shed, take care of the house, polish my shoes, take care of everything that needs to be done at house, I will give you the 10 bucks. The boy diligently worked from morning to evening. At the end of the day, he stood before his father. The father was true to his promise, pulled out the $10 bill and gave it to his son. Early the next morning, the son runs to the town. And as he's running, he sees this huge entourage. The circus is coming to the town. He sees the elephants going. He sees the tigers going. He sees the horses going. He sees the camel going. And of all, then there was a huge roar. As, as, the, as the circus was coming to the town, the people of the town was on the two sides of the, of the streets cheering as these animals and as these clowns were going on. Finally, the main attraction, the clown named Blondie, 
was coming on the scene riding a horse and there was a burst of shout from the crowd as this blondie named clown came into the scene and people started shaking hands with him, giving him a high five and a low five, a upper head and a lower head. All these things were going on. The boy who had never seen the circus, his eyes were popping out. Never seen anything like this. As the clown went by his side and as the crowd cheered, he whipped out the $10 bill and stretched it towards Blondie. Blondie just whipped that $10 bill from his hand, put it in the pocket. Oh man, what a show it was. He went home. That evening his father asked, son, how was the circus? He said it was good. He says, what did you see? The son explained everything. He says, I saw the horses pass by, the tiger, the lion, this and that, and finally the clown, and how he gave the ten bucks to the clown. What a show. Daddy said, son, that was not the real show. You just saw the preview. How often we have seen the preview and we have settled it for the we think that we have seen it all. We know it all. We figured it out all. But Jesus says, there are greater things to see. Praise God. Folks, let me ask you. Have you discovered Jesus as your Savior and Redeemer? If you have, the Lord is saying, you shall see greater things than this. Praise God. At the moment of your life, if you need him as Jehovah Jireh, God your provider, if you are broke, busted, bankrupt, he's going to show himself as Jehovah Jireh, your provider. Don't settle with that because he's saying you shall see greater things than these. Maybe you're afflicted in your body. He is saying, I am Jehovah Rapha. And if he has revealed you as Jehovah Rapha, he is telling you, you shall see greater things than these. If you're troubled in life, if you're going through turmoil in life, he is saying, I am Jehovah Shalom. I am your peace. When you have the peace, don't settle for it because he's saying, you shall see greater things than these. When you feel that you are lonely, he is saying, I am Jehovah Shama. I am the ever-present God. Don't settle for it. He is saying that you shall see greater things than these hallelujah praise God hallelujah let me tell you are you ready to throw your towel ready to call it quits my Bible says he who has started a good work in you praise God the good work has only started. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, neighbor, it's just started. It's just started. The good work has just started. I'm not going to throw in the towel because he who initiated that good work in me is able to bring it to fruition unto the day of the day of the Lord, Jesus Christ. 
Don't call it quits halfway through because the Lord says you shall see greater things than this. If you think that you're not going to make it because the pressure is too much, the peer pressure is too much, the temptation is too much, he is telling you this morning, praise God, you perhaps can do it, but I am able to keep you from falling. <laughs> he is able to keep you from falling. Not only is able to keep you from falling, he is able to present you faultless before his presence with exceedingly great joy. He says, you shall see greater things than these. Praise God. No, 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 no. We're not seeing it all. One of these days, the heaven's gonna open. Oh, Shakuria Sanda. Heaven's gonna open. And the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, my Savior, Jesus, is going to come. He's gonna come riding the clouds. Hallelujah. When you thought that you know it all, you've seen it all, He says, You shall. I'll see greater things. I'm going to zoom off from the earth, defying the laws of gravity. I'm going to zoom into the skies to meet Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, anybody in the house calling it quits? Tired of Christian life? Tired of Christian hope? Jesus says, wait and see. Praise God. The light and momentary troubles of this world will be replaced with glory unseen, unknown to mankind. Wait and see. Jesus, the connector, will connect you to hell. All eyes closed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you have seen it. You responded to the call. Come and see. Maybe you know Jesus as your Savior. But this morning we present to you Jesus the great I am. What you need this morning, regardless of where you are this morning, praise God. He's saying, don't give it up. You will see greater things than these. My Father, we thank you and we praise you. We thank you because you're a good God. You are an awesome God. You know us as we are. Thank you. We pray that we will not settle for less. For there is so much in you. Help us to wait and see. The glory of God. As it is manifested. In our provisions. In our protections, 
in the ways, in the workings, and in the deeds of our God. We pray that we will have the patience and we will look to Jesus alone. Father, we commit God's people into your hand, regardless of what their need is this morning. We pray in Jesus' name that they will walk out of this place with the assurance that greater things are yet to come. By faith, this morning, we proclaim the word of Jesus in this house. May it materialize in the life of God's people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you all. We just want to acknowledge. Two more.